0: to another episode of A Real Page-Turner with Mara Maros and Donnie Grantham. Hi, Donnie. Hello, Mara, and hello, listeners.
1: Yes. Uh, today we have a, a, a very special episode. Well, it's very special uh, for both of us. It is. It is actually uh, Mara's birthday, and then, and then yes. in a couple of days, it'll be my birthday as well. Yes. Yeah, so this is uh, our March. birthday
0: yeah. extravaganza celebration episode.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: So, um, so happy birthday to you.
1: <laughs> and happy birthday to you as well.
0: Thank you. I didn't realize our birthdays were so close together.
1: Yeah. Yours is February twenty seventh. Mine's March second. So. Yep. You know,
0: that's pretty good. You would think we would do a cheerier episode for our birthday.
1: Well, I don't know. I think this this uh, short story and movie that we're doing on, I think, was so celebratory.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I uh, I don't know. I guess we should have thought this out better. Uh, I done something for like, I don't know, maybe we had a movie or a short story or book about a birthday, but we didn't really think this one through,
1: yeah. I tried looking for bir- like birthday movies, but all that I could think of is Sixteen Candles, and I don't think that's based <laughs> off a book. so
0: <laughs> yeah. So instead, today, we have the very uplifting short story, The Bear Came Over the Mountain by Alison Monroe, who is, you know, one of the greatest short story writers. She is a she's from Canada and she won the Nobel Prize for Literature in 2013. So this story was originally printed in the New Yorker on December 27th, 1999 and then again in the October 21st 2013 issue so it's been reprinted and you know it's a it's only about 20 pages so a relatively you know longer short story but and then it was turned into a movie so tell us a little bit about that
1: okay yeah it was adapted into the 2006 film uh, called uh, with a different title it was called away from her uh, it was written and directed by act- actress writer and director Sarah Polly. Uh and it is uh, it stars uh, Julie Christie Gordon Pinson and Olympia Dukakis, uh, among other, among other, uh, cast members uh so the uh the film was uh very critically acclaimed it earned like a lot um you know was very well reviewed by critics and earned a lot of um awards attention particularly for julie christie's performance uh she won both the golden globe and the screen actors guild award and was nominated for the academy award for best actress uh sarah paulie's screenplay was also nominated for best adapted screenplay there so so it was acclaimed uh so you know i guess Get into what this uh, very uplifting and laugh riot uh,
0: <laughs>
1: story is about.
0: Yeah. So the ba- premise of the short story is about a man and his wife, and she starts to develop Alzheimer's. And it's really about their battle with that, but her moving to an assisted care facility where she kind of meets another man. So it's, you know, in essence, it's about him letting her go and supporting her, but that, that push and pull of, you know, she knows she needs to be somewhere yet. He feels guilty about putting her in an assisted care unit, but she's forgetting things. So, you know, not an uplifting story, <laughs> um, uh, in, in any way, but like, I think you said, you know, pretty poignant, pretty serious and moving. Yeah. So we could start. So that's the, uh, synopsis of what we are reviewing. Yeah. Uh-
1: It's, you know, it's hard to judge a film like this because, like, you know, like, I can understand it was, like, very well, you know, well made and obviously, like, beautifully written and directed and acted. Uh, But it's one of those films where it's, like, it wasn't an enjoyable watch. It's got an... It's not a um, not the most adept comparison, but it's like it's like when I for the one and only time I watched the film Schindler's List, which, you know, is one of the greatest films of all time. But I watched it one time and I have no desire to ever watch it again because it's so it's that sad and, you know, heartbreaking and uh, horrendous, you know, and obviously not comparing, you know, Alzheimer's to the. The Holocaust fit. It's you know, kind of in the same realm where this is a it was very um, you know, it's not like you're gonna sit around with your with your buddies and all your friends and you know, crap crack open a couple beers and have some nachos and pretzels and stuff and no, watch I mean, it's very, away from her, you know. It's, it's not, very
0: serious. I mean, it's a serious yeah. subject that is it, it it pulls at your heartstrings to watch it, you know. And I felt the same about the short story. I actually really enjoyed the short story, I liked the way Alice. Monroe, um, like, ellipsed time through it. And it's interesting because in the story, you know, it's Grant, the husband... Is really the narrator, and we're getting everything from his point of view. You know, we learn about his infidelities, and you know why they live in this farmhouse, and how they were skiing, and how he feels about things. You know, in the short story, of course, you know it's only twenty pages, so there's a lot left out, right? Like it ellipses a lot of time. You know, we we know at the we know that after Aubrey, the man she likes at the nursing home, goes home, that her health declines, but then he comes back, but we never really see how that happens. Like we have to. kind of assume what's going on, where the movie, you know, is able to fill in some blanks you know the screenwriter is able to take some liberties and fill in some blanks whereas the movie you know it's more of a conversation right it's no one's point of view exactly you know we learn about some of Grant's infidelities through the wife and what she's saying to him how that he could have left her and you know she knew of all that so we get her perspective as well in the movie which you don't get in the short story.
1: Yeah it's it's one thing that i've I've heard of um patients with uh, Alzheimer's is that you know a common thing is they may like forget um like short-term memories but will remember a you know distinct details from many many years ago so you would see that, so it's kind of understandable that you know they had that uh, trouble in their marriage with his af- affairs and that, you know, and that would be, you know, the memory, you know, one of the memories that she, uh, have a- have to a- a- remember. So, yeah. So it was a pretty interesting and it was, I kind of, you know, and the way the film was structured is you would see, you know, piece by piece by piece kind of breaking away at the bit as she was slowly deteriorating and other, you know, patients at the, uh, at the, um, assisted uh, care facility uh were deteriorating like there was one part that really got to me and it was really uh and it was tough because it showed because when you saw the other uh patients there there was a part um there was a woman, I think like her daughter or granddaughter, someone was deaf and you you could see the woman like signing to her, signing to her, you know, it was a real sweet moment. Then later on as like time passes, you see them again. And the mother and the, uh, the grandmother or mother, you know, has forgotten how to sign anymore. And she gets kind of flustered and walks and walks away. And here is this young woman who's just kind of, left in the dark you know kind of left in the dark and that was you know that was in my opinion that was the saddest moment in the film that really like got to me even though it was like you know a minor character these are two characters who only appear those are literally the only two times they appear in the film and you never see you know i don't think you even know their names at all so uh but it just you know what it really did kind of show it really did kind of show
0: yeah Some and the you know, other them. thing i I liked in the movie, you know, it's obviously different in the short story that you don't see the in-between of when she goes from her home to the nursing home, right? Like you don't see any of that. Kind of um, conflict, right? Like it just happens in the next paragraph that you know that she's going there and he's dropping her off. But in the movie, you get some insight into like kind of that longer process that she met with her doctors and that this is what the doctors are telling them is the prognosis and what's happening to her brain and her body. You know, and the movie kind of gives you that insight into what's going on and kind of draws that decision out of putting her in the assisted living, which roots it a little bit, at, you know, in reality of those discussions that are happening in families and kind. Of that painful decision to put someone in a home, you know, where you don't get a ton of that in the short story because obviously she's not spending time on that. Alice Monroe, you know, it's like, okay, these things are starting to happen, and then he knows the rules of having to put her there. And I liked, you know, I think that was well done in the movie. Um, you know, it's just they give you that kind of insight into the dynamic of what's happening, and she knows she needs to go there and. Wants to make his life a little bit easier. So I did like that aspect.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, you know, and it it was like one of the interesting things I found that it, it was, I did think that the, um, but the movie did you know for the most part closely adhere to the short story like there was a lot like expanded upon but I, I did, it did seem very similar and I remember I was reading I was reading the short story as I was watching the movie or something and I actually came to a point where there was a scene where there was a scene on my TV co- coming up and I had and I was reading the same exact scene at the same time and it felt like that I think it was that Leonardo DiCaprio meme of him uh, pointing at the t- tv so that's what I that's what I reminded about it um uh, and it was actually one of those scenes um one of the scenes that Grant goes to speak with the with Mary and the wife of um Aubrey the the man that uh, his wife Fiona is close to in the nursing home but, uh, I agree guys- I mean
0: some of the dialogue in the scene in the scenes felt very much like they were in the short story the one character I didn't like that I thought was different than the short story was the nurse Chrissy I didn't okay. care for her in the movie. I thought she was like kind of crass and I don't know, like a real downer, (laughs) you know, like I really didn't care for her. (laughs) I hate to say this, like her attitude in the movie, you know, I, I just, I don't know. There was something about it. I didn't care for like in the short story, she was much more of a sympathetic character and nurse and taking care of people where I just, I don't know, there was something off putting about her to me in the movie. I didn't really care for her. And I don't know if you got that same type of impression, but I I don't know. I actually kind of
1: disagree. I did kind of like her character. I thought like I I like the dynamic between her and uh, Grant and several discussions. I liked like how she kind of... gave him the lowdown a lot of the nursing home and, and a lot of the other residents and and their stories in that i did uh enjoy some of that in fact that was uh, she did actually introduce me uh, to my favorite character in the film in the film was the old man who used to be the uh radio announcer for the um the sports and <laughs> sports announcer uh i think that man i forget what his name was but it, it's uh you know obviously it's not like the great you know we've said this isn't the most joyful film but you know his couple brief moments were pretty great uh, pretty nice where there's a scene where he's what where they're all gathered around the uh the tv watching a hockey game and, and he's literally doing the whole play by play the whole play- by play and it was kind of like funny like how like legitimate it was because you know as a sports fan i've seen you know i kind of know how it is it is you know how announcers, you know, had their little ticks and tricks in that, and it was very belie- believable. He sounded just like a sports announcer that I wonder that commentator that I wonder if the actor maybe had some experience in that or the. Yeah, he
0: added a nice kind of background to the like a backdrop to the to the movie. I thought.
1: Yeah. Um, and then, and ahead, then uh the ones no, and then the one uh and then the part I thought was really sweet was when Grant gets up and turns the volume all the way down on the T on the TV. So he so everyone watching just hears him, just hears him commentating commentating. I thought that was really nice. And and one thing later on, the same character does that really uh is interesting when after Grant has like spoken with Fiona and she's really like more Uh, distant from him and abrasive towards him and he's really devastated and then as this character is walking by and he's kind of commentating everything that's going on and watching that and he sees Grant and he says oh and here on my right and here on my right is a man who just had his heart broken and was like oh geez so it was kind of like he was being perceptual there, I guess
0: so. Yeah, I did like that. You know, the the funny part is when you read the story, you have no idea what happens between Marion, Aubrey's wife, and Grant as he's trying to convince her to bring Aubrey back to the nursing home so that his wife can have a friend again and she can be happy. So, you know, I think, you know, that whole kind of relationship and scene, I think is really, you know, the crux of it showing that you know, he has compassion for his wife. And although he's cheated on her, but he's stuck by her and he loves her and he wants her to be happy, right? And I I think that's really the crux of what's happening in the story. But in the short story, you don't know what happens between he and Marion, right? She asks him to go to a dance. And nothing, you know, sexual about it. Just that they are two people whose spouses are, you know, incapacitated or not able to accompany them somewhere. And they just want a friend. And I couldn't decide in the story, in the short story, because they don't say whether or not something happens between Grant and Marion, right? Like they go to that dance and then Aubrey ends up going back to the nursing home and you're never really sure how, like what has happened. Has he convinced her to do it otherwise? Is he using her, right? Like you're not really sure. And that was kind of the question I was left with in the, short story. And I think you're left with some of the same question in the movie, except you have a little bit more knowledge based on what the screenwriter has done is that, you know, he does go to the dance with her and they end up, you know, having sex and, you know, having this kind of relationship. I don't know what kind of relationship, but she moves out of her house and he, you know, she, he um, kind of goes on his way and I'm not really sure what happened, right? Like I'm not really sure, like, are they continuing to have a relationship or is it just that she's getting what she wants in her? husband's going to a nursing home and, you know, she's found some freedom in that or if they're going to have a relationship. I don't know. Were you left with some of the same questions?
1: Yeah, I I would say, and, you know, I thought like not every loose end had to be tied up. I think we, you know, it was kind of left up to the audience imagination and, you know, what, you know, what might happen and what do we think? would happen and, you know, things are open up to
0: uh, interpretation. So,
1: you know, it's a it, it was a film that really made you
0: think. And it did. So as much as I say it stuff. wasn't uplifting and it wasn't one of my favorites and there was times I thought, oh my gosh, I'm so bored <laughs> <laughs> and watching it. I really liked the short story, but it did make you think, right? Like it did pull your heartstrings. It did make you th- it made you like really think about how much he cared for his wife and wanted her to be happy and he had to let go of like what his expectations were and make some concessions if that's what you call it for her to be happy in the home not that she and Aubrey were having a sexual relationship it was more of an emotional you know friendship that they were having and he had to kind of step back and allow that to happen and know he was kind of taking a back seat for lack of a better word to that relationship and I thought it was you know really you know just really sweet but did make you think yeah yeah
1: you know and I tried to uh, you know Open myself up to lots of different films and stories and not like I do have some genres of films that are, you know, are different that are that I like more than others, but. I do like to, you know, see, you know, get lots of different perspectives and see lots of different films. So, this isn't, you know, a film that I would really um, instantly go for, but it's something that I can appreciate and I can uh, appreciate that, you know, how well made it is and the point. It
0: almost of it. reminded me as we we're saying that, just like the cinematography and like the nature and, you know, they were out skiing of like, on golden pond.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I saw, it I just struck seen, me yeah. as
0: we're talking about, it, I'm like, this kind of reminds me of old on golden bond.
1: Yeah. That's a movie I haven't seen in years, but yeah, I can, I can relate. Yeah. I can see that there. Yeah. Very so much so,
0: you know, maybe we'll have to, um, next year at our birthdays, we'll have to come up with something a little more uplifting, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> I did. You know, we'll we'll have to celebrate with something with something else next year when we come up with this. When we when we come to this time again. Okay then. So, so anything yeah. else you wanted to talk about? No, I think it
1: was all good. You know, it's you know good to be to expose yourselves to uh lots of different stories and films and that don't pigeonhole yeah absolutely
0: well have a wonderful birthday donnie and listeners thank you for joining us today and we wish you to keep reading
1: yeah and you mara have a wonderful birthday as well listeners keep watching
0: thank you